Radical. Welcome to this week's episode of the Print on Demand cast. Each week, join the gnarly Travis and Josiah as they provide insight into the print on demand industry and equip you with the totally tubular tools, advice, and strategies you need to achieve success and hopefully have a few laughs along the way. Now, on to this week's totally tubular show. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Print On Demand cast, back in the way you're used to seeing and hearing it. Although last night, last night, last week about was was fun to air the, the interview we did with Brandon Mills in Long Beach in the very loud ambient uh, hotel lobby. But still it was really loud. Time. It was very loud listening back to it. But hey, uh, it was still a good time and just good to get uh, someone on the show in person. I think that was the first like three person interview that we did i think yeah i think so we've done obviously some offsite stuff just me and you but right. uh, having a guest um the cool thing about the stuff that we've got we could theoretically do four people um, yeah. at the same time so yep. um you know who knows maybe we'll do that at some point it would it would it'd be fun but we'd have to find somebody either here <laughs> local or right. just you know travel to another yeah, uh, trade show, which yeah, exactly. is not beyond the realm of possibility. That's, yeah, that could that could happen, and uh, hopefully we can get some people in. I feel like we made enough connections this last time uh, in Long Beach where we could probably reach out to some folks and actually nail some stuff down next yeah. for the next one. You know, whether that's Fort Worth or whatever that looks like. But all of that to say, I am remiss in my hosting duties to introduce the co-host Travis Ross with me as always uh, from Make Your Mark Design. Uh, there in Broomfield, Colorado. Travis, how happy Monday. I think your Monday is happy, and I think I know why. Uh, you're having such a good Monday. It's a yeah. Monday. Nina! Yeah. Oh, yeah. Everyone knows. Mm-hmm. Well, they're about Kansas to know. City. <laughs> <You're ready>? There <laughs> it is. You ready? Yep. I'm ready. Three, we got to wait for it. Two, one, go! Welcome to the So for those listening, Travis is Kansas City Chiefs Big won the AFC Championship last night against the Cincinnati Bengals, and I guess we'll take some time and and talk about that in the waffle portion of the show because that's probably, <laughs> I mean, I watched that game last night. Obviously, I wanted the Bills to lose because I can't stand Joe Burrow. Sorry, the the Bengals to lose because I can't stand Joe Burrow, and the Bengals also beat the Bills. So I just wanted someone. To, I mean, it wasn't a, what by no means did they destroy them. It was a close game, sure. but it was still, a very close game. Came away with the W. How were things last night in the Ross household? Was it tense? Because oh. it was pretty close for a long time. It was tense. It was so tense. So Tate is um, every bit a as big a Chiefs fan as I am. And he was there and my wife was there. And what happened? I was, you know, we we're watching the game. It's so intense. And two of my children at the same time are like, hey, we need rides home at the same time oh, no. and i may or may not have had some libations and so i said looked at my wife and i said i don't think i should probably go get the kids <laughs> um but you know happy to pause the game and she's like yep you're pausing the game <laughs> so oh, we gosh. had to pause the game for 45 minutes oh my gosh and i had to not touch my phone yeah yeah okay i'm that glad i was, didn't 
I'm glad I didn't text you then. Well, it wouldn't I matter because was... I wouldn't. I was not going <laughs> to find out that way. No freaking way. So, yeah, she got back. We watched the thing. And then like an hour later, I'm on social media going, yeah, we did this. Ad, and everybody's already done, you know? <laughs> yeah. Everyone's had their good time. And you. Yeah. yeah. So let's so get you, to the party. Yeah. Yeah. You text me. Uh, you know, I texted you and said, hey, is by the hair of your chinny chin chin, but it still got the W. And then you sent me something about Cincinnati's mayor. So explain the backstory <laughs> to this whole thing. And then I'll, we'll show what you sent me. And then I have a couple clips queued up for that same yeah. reference. So what's the deal with the Cincinnati mayor? Yeah. So, I mean, the Cincinnati mayor uh, in particular, um, along with a lot of the Cincinnati players, they were just trolling on the chiefs all week and the chiefs just kind of laid low and, just kind of did, went about their business, but it definitely um, fired them up. Let's just yeah. say, but, yeah. but the mayor actually tweeted out. He said something like Patrick Mahomes should take a paternity test to see if Joe Burrow is his daddy. And that did not sit well with the Kansas city chiefs. Um, and so, yeah, so I That's sent you shocking that a mayor would be, that vocal in the trash talk. <laughs> right. It's very strange. It, it was, it, yeah, it was very strange. Um, so yeah. So I sent you something that I found very funny after the fact of the, you know, the chiefs winning and such. So this is a, uh, uh, Aftab. Yes. Perival's website or uh, Wikipedia page, and he is the current mayor of Cincinnati. And um, on this Wikipedia page, you can see I have highlighted this if you're watching the video. His middle name is literally Karma. Karma is his middle name. And so <laughs> I, I still can't let this go. It's probably the funniest thing that's come out to me. Like, how did he think this would go? You know, <laughs> his middle name is literally yeah, Karma. He he has a lifetime of knowing better. Basically this is what you're saying. <laughs> uh, you think that he would learn to speak softly. Uh, right. But yeah, so there it is. And I, now I understand more of why people were so fired up and Travis right. Kelsey last night in the post game process, post game conference, I should say uh, he said something that not only was a shout out or a clap back to the mayor, but gave me another reason to cheer for the Chiefs, and you'll understand why when I show these clips back to back. So here's Travis Kelsey last night. I got some wise words for that Cincinnati mayor. Know your role and shut your mouth, you jabroni. So that's wow. him. That's him last night. And the minute I heard that, I was like, "Gee, that sounds familiar." Seeing as the Rock was not done speaking, you should know your role and shut your mouth. <laughs> it's a reference to the rock from the WWF days, uh, which is, which is fantastic. It's good to always see that mainstream crossover uh, right. in, in, in those moments. And actually what you didn't probably didn't see at the end of that clip from the, from the WWF clip is they were actually in Kansas city when the rock said that that night, mm. just, you know, a little bit of a coincidence. So who knows? Travis Kelsey might've been in the audience who knows, but anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, great game and looking forward to the Super Bowl two weeks from now. Uh, as they take on yeah. the Eagles. So I'm sure win or lose, you guys will get an update of some sort from <laughs> us the day after 
the Super Bowl. And you're probably asking yourself, you guys should do like a watch along for the Super Bowl. It's not conducive for Travis to watch along with the Chiefs game because there'll be no coherent narration. You'll just be it, <laughs> it would it would not be pretty. Let's just say, and you guys would probably lose a lot of respect for me. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. And to be fair, I watched an Arsenal game with Travis, and that was probably the most passionate I've seen him watching a sports game in a while. So Mm. I would only imagine what the what the Super Bowl will be like. But hey, you know, so real. So that's that's a good recap of of the weekend. Um, But let's move into recapping kind of a couple weekends ago, I guess you could say. Uh, when we were in ISS. Uh, But before we do that, we do have a point of interest for all of you. It's been a while. and I know you've missed this. So here you go for this week's point of interest. Point of interest. You're welcome, folks. Okay, so this week's point of interest is a little, not a little, it's it's self-serving. Okay, but <laughs> if you're a long-time listener to the show, you know that Travis and I, up until this point, don't do a whole lot of shameless plugging and self-promotion of things. Uh, we try not to. We try to keep it, you know, just the facts, ma'am. Uh, but as we mentioned in our end-of-year episode uh, last year, kind of looking forward to 2023, we're we talked about wanting to make this show, make this brand something that is of value to you, but also something that Travis and I can uh, invest more time into and and get it monetarily beneficial. Because up to this point, it is literally a passion project and has been for the last two years. And there's not a whole lot that that helps fund this this thing outside of um, a, you know a few factors and ads, but what have you. But that to say, we actually have done something rather cool. So, Travis, why don't you start and uh, tell people what exactly the, the big point of interest is? Well, um, you know, we like to tell you guys things that are relevant in the print-on-demand space. And uh, we, you know, just happened upon this new website that is very interesting. And it also mm-hmm. happens to be... A complete redesign of the print-on-demand cast hey, website, printondemandcast.com. There it is in all of its glory. If you're watching online, <laughs> if you're not, you can go to printondemandcast.com and see it for yourself. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. So yeah, it's just we we kind of uh, hired a designer to to retool uh, the website, make it a little bit more of what we had in mind initially. But neither Travis or I, you have to understand are gifted in the realm of coding and we right. i mean we we do what we can to make it passable but we wanted to make this more than just passable we wanted to make it super sleek and presentable and there's still work and there's still more to come on it but sure. all of that to say you can you know you see you have a vip list enter your email there will be blog posts and educational informational stuff that that will have available uh for you exclusively to that list and just lots of stuff in the works so we're not going to spam you of course because we would never do that the only time we spam you is with gratuitous bumpers on the show that you're listening to right now so that's the only spamming that will happen but yeah as you scroll down you can see 
just kind of the layout, you know, POD 101 series, which a lot of people I, in Long Beach, I reference this series a lot, actually, because mm-hmm. people were like, you know, a lot of folks that were just starting in the industry. And I had to tell them, hey, go to episode, you know, whatever number and start from there. But now it's just like, hey, go to print on, printondemandcast.com, scroll, and you'll see the, the pod 101 series that is highlighted there for you to listen to. So, I mean, okay. that's super cool as well. Um, look at those guys meeting your hosts. Yeah. That's Travis with short hair. I was going to say, I, I feel like, like that's like enough Travis. reason to, uh, you know, I feel like that's enough reason to go to the site in and of itself, you know, yeah, just it's, me with short hair. Yeah. Travis, like eight inches of hair ago, probably in that, in that, in that realm, you can see that we can read more about us. And again, that's a section that will be kind of revamped and retooled as we go. Printondemandcast.com slash shop. We've talked about that before mm-hmm. uh, in the show, but it is now there as well. Um, you can see some of the crazy, funny parody designs that we have here. Um, so, yeah, you click in. There you go. Look at that. It's all there. Travis says a catchphrase. It's there. Uh, so, yeah, all of our logo shirt, all of them there. And uh, if you were to purchase a shirt, uh, obviously, all the proceeds go into reinvesting in the show, equipment, travel, go, going to trade shows, meeting people like you, uh, you the listener out and about mm-hmm. in the real world. Uh, a link to our Instagram page right here, which we'll get to also here in just a second. And mm-hmm. then again, the VIP list and some some of the resourceful like footer stuff that you have to have on lots of websites. So yeah, I, um, so we just threw this in here as far as you know the the email capture piece. Um, cause obviously that's, that's really important to us to start growing, um, our reach to, to different people. And so we really do encourage you to, to sign up for this. Um, eventually the plan is to, you know, have some type of an opt-in where you or the opt-in will give you something back. And so I'm, I'm currently looking at, um, doing some type of like report on some of my best selling, uh, coffee mugs over the, over the last year couple yeah. years or something like that and just putting something up like that so you can kind of get an idea of the possibilities um that are out there with particular particularly amazon um but even if you sign up now i will at the time when we actually release it send that to the entire list um when we actually make it live as kind of an opt-in for right. uh, the email list but all of that to say is we really, really, really would love for you to go to printondemandcast.com and uh, give us your email. And we will try to make it um, as uh, beneficial to you. I mean, we're not going to spam you. We'll probably send you about one email a week. We're just going to say, hey, the show's ready. Here's what it's about. Here's something interesting about that. Um, if there's anything else interesting in, you know, in the industry, we might talk about that um, very briefly. And then... I'm going to make it my priority to get you a dad joke in that newsletter every <laughs> single week because I know how much you guys love dad jokes. And uh, and if you don't, well, <laughs> you're going to get one anyway. So You'll yeah, learn to love them. You'll learn to love them. Yeah. I would love for you guys to please go to printondemandcast.com and uh, enter your email right there at the top of the page. Join the VIP list and um, for all the reasons I have just given you. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that's where, um, kind of the main hub. Now we're going to try and point everything back to, uh, you know, the website. We're also making, you know, as all of you know, 
We have printondemandcast.com slash Facebook, which is our uh, print on demand cast group where a lot of you are actually in that group. Um, you have been a part, you've been contributing to that as well. So that is there that you guys can just, take advantage of. Go ahead. Just crossed, uh, just crossed 400 members. So that's, right. that's kind of cool. Yeah. That's um, really cool actually. Yeah. Thank you for all of you that have already joined the group. If you, if you haven't joined the group, there's always good stuff in there. People are asking good questions. Um, so yeah. Yeah. Um, join if you haven't already. Yes. And so we have that. Uh, and then we're also making a, a concerted effort on our two other platforms. We've had them, but we haven't really been uh, really leaning into the content part of them quite yet. And that, that is printonamancast.com slash Instagram. We also have our Instagram page as well as you can see here. Um, close to 400 followers, about to cross that. Seven more to go. Will you be one of those seven? We hope so. printonamancast.com slash Facebook. <laughs> Sorry, Instagram. See, it's a habit. It's a habit to push Facebook. I, I got I to gotta switch it com slash Instagram is where you can go. Uh, we have a lot of the dad jokes here um, from uh, ISS that we collected from folks. We got two of them right now. Lots more to come. Um, you know, and as we travel and we do more of these trade shows, Instagram is going to be kind of the place for like live in the moment, up to date content wherever mm -hmm. we are. Um, that's probably going to be where a lot of that is. And then, of course, we also have our YouTube channel. Uh, where right now that is more ser that's serving more as kind of an archive for past episodes, but we will be doing um, and planning some exclusive content for uh, our YouTube page, some exclusive YouTube lives that we're going to do with some people. Um, and the only place to get that content is YouTube. So we're also going to try and have some educational stuff there. So just lots of content coming your way on various platforms. We just want to make you guys aware of them and uh, you know ask if you'd be so kind as to subscribe uh, to all the social media platforms where you find the print on demand cast. Yeah. Not too much to ask. Just, you no. know, sign up to everything. <laughs> Listen, at most it's three clicks of a button. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's really three clicks of three separate buttons and you should be a okay. So um, with that being said, thank you guys so much uh, for your support up into this point. Like, yeah. honestly, uh, we say this a lot and it, it's just crazy. Even, last weekend meeting a handful of you that are that were uh aware of our content and be like oh my gosh yeah, yeah i listened to your show really cool because again travis and i started this two years ago in what was my garage slash office space at one point uh <laughs> sitting down and just kind of throwing things into the uh what i used to call super information highway known as the internet <laughs> uh, so we're super thankful for you guys and and what and how you've supported us up until this point and now uh, hopefully prayerfully you continue to do so and as we continue to up our game just know if you invest in us we will continue to invest in you and a uh, <laughs> rising tide lifts all ships so uh yeah. we are very excited for for what the future holds so yeah with that being said uh let's go into uh, this week's main event To think we had the money to pay monks, you know, I know to do that for us. It's incredible. That was an expensive gong too. 
We had to do it multiple takes, and they almost broke it. And be like, we didn't have insurance on the gong because who knew such thing as gong insurance? Anyway, I digress. Welcome to the main event of the episode, uh, <laughs> where we are going to talk about our time in ISS Long Beach. And I got to tell you, I know we just we just showed you guys our Instagram, but Travis, as I look at this particular post on our Instagram, it just makes me think of a couple of things. One, how delicious, and two. We had a really good time in Long Beach, like yeah. a really good time. It was a lot of fun. It had been it had been a while since uh, you and I had uh, embarked in a travel adventure. <laughs> <laughs> For those that don't know, uh, Travis and I, there was a, a period of time, a handful of years ago, where we went on consecutive travel trips, like a lot in the span a of, of a year, mm-hmm. uh, and and we were each other's, uh, you know, road wives uh, to the point where when his wife dropped us off at the airport for this trip, I just said, "Listen, Jeanette." I'll take good care of them. And she's like, just keep them out of jail. And I'm like, I think I can, I think I can do that. That's a really, uh, I mean, that's doable. <laughs> so, so, and Hey, we did, we did not go to Long yeah. Beach jail, uh, but no, I mean, it was a really, really good time. So, I mean, what, I mean, 30,000 foot view, what were your thoughts of, of the trip and just, you know, overall our, our time there in California? Um, uh, I think, um, first of all, I was, I was really bummed out that uncle Mike, uh, couldn't make it. He oh, yeah. uh, kind of last minute, um, bailed on us. He had his reasons and I understand them and we don't hold anything against him, at least as far as he knows. Yeah. Um, which, which by the way, Mike, <laughs> you offline in a meeting said that you would, would buy me the champagne of beers for some artwork that I did on the fly. That was my only payment. So. You now, it's collecting interest, my friend. So the next trip, you could owe me more. Wow, you could, you could, it could actually become a Coors Light or something. <laughs> I know, or an old fashioned, depending on how long he takes. But yeah, yeah no, yeah, so yeah, it was, it was a bummer that, that Mike wasn't able to to make the trip. Yeah, but I think um, for us, like the the plan was to go and kind of, um, you know, wear those shirts and have you know some fun with. Uh, some of the vendors and just kind of get our name out there a little bit. We had cards and, you know, we were handing out business cards with a QR code so people could subscribe to the show to find us on, you know, all of the, the socials and everything. Um, so, I mean, that was, that was the plan and simultaneously, obviously get, get some content uh, for you guys, you know, and um, we didn't probably go live as much as I had hoped we would. Yeah. Uh, we were just so, I don't know. It's kind of like, it really is kind of a drinking from a fire hose. You're just like walking around and seeing <laughs> all of these people. We heard 16,000 people had registered. And um, I was talking to some other people today that do some shows like this. And they say, usually you get about 60% of your total registration. So, yeah. you know, there's probably, you know, 12,000 12, people. Uh, that was math that I really didn't want to do, but <laughs> I'm just guessing. It was around 12,000, you know, or so, um, which makes it, really busy. I mean, it was extremely, uh, packed, you know, and so trying to get one-on-one time with, um, you know, specific vendors was a challenge, I think, um, this year. Now we didn't go on Sunday and I do know from past experience that the traffic dies down a lot on Sunday. So you, we could have gone and probably, you know, got some more one-on-one time with some people, um, 
but you know, Arsenal was playing that morning and yep. I wasn't going anywhere. <laughs> and then the bills were playing later yeah. that day. So yeah, you weren't so, going anywhere. No, no, <laughs> other than famous Dave's for 64 cent wings or whatever crazy deal they had that particular afternoon. Yeah. Exactly. I think, I think, you know, you and I talked about how the first NBM show that we went to in Portland was drinking from a fire hose. And this was a lot of the same, but it was a different, I mean, for me, it was the first time going to one of those trade shows, not specifically looking for something that I can implement into the workflow of something I'm doing day to day. Hmm. So it was specifically like going there and trying to figure out how do you grassroots market with, you know, market your podcast with 16,000 right. people in the room. What does that look like? It was a whole new learning experience of like what you think you'll probably be able to do and then realizing like just logistically what's not probably realistic, <laughs> you know, when you walk into the room and there's just so much happening. And at the same time, figuring out what is actually logistically possible the next time you go to one of these trade shows. And like I said, you know, earlier in the show, I think we made a lot of connections with certain suppliers that the next time one of these comes up, we can say, Hey, we missed you at long beach. We chatted with you. Hey, it's us. We were at the thing. We had the shirts and we talked and it's really good chat. Mm -hmm. We're going to be back at this next one. We'd love to actually connect with you and like, you know, take you out or get some time on the floor or whatever that might be more conducive to actually capturing content and interviews that weekend. So I feel like today was kind of like, or sorry, last week was kind of like, opening the door to get our foot into it and kind of making some connections with a few people and seeing where that lead, you know, down the road um, as far as networking goes. Yeah. And I mean, I has, I have a stack of business cards for people yeah. that um, I think would be very beneficial to have on the show. Yeah. Um, specifically. So, uh, and we, we could maybe transition to talk about um, the board of decorators. Yeah. Um, we have a couple of people that uh, are on the board of decorators and we maybe mentioned this last week when we were, uh, you know, in ISS or in long beach uh, and, and with the show on Brandon, I'm not sure how much we talked about it, but um, you know, I have a couple of contacts from, from some of those people that would love who, who basically verbally at least committed to coming on the show yeah. um, and sharing some of their expertise. Those people are people that actually do have their own, um, you know, print business. Yeah. But uh, as you can see on the show here, they had, they had set up a, or Gildan had actually set up a booth for, for another podcast called the shirt show. Yeah. Um, who's heavily, you know, it's more screen printing for them, but they're, you know, they're kind of big in uh, the screen printing world and in the decorated apparel world. Um, and Gildan had set up a, a, a podcast booth for them specifically to interview the board of decorators. And the board of decorators is something that Gildan has set up again yeah. to bridge the gap between the, the shirt creators or, you know, like the manufacturers specifically Gildan um, and the industry. And yeah. so they brought these, this group of people together called the, uh, the board of decorators. They, um, you know, have them re you release content about it on their socials. So they're trying to reach more people, of course. Uh, but then they actually took them to North Carolina and then to Honduras, yeah. um, for, um, to see their, uh, their yarn manufacturing process, their t-shirt manufacturing process and all of this stuff. And, um, I've heard it's, pretty eye-opening and the whole time from what i understand 
they're constantly Gildan's asking them questions. What are you seeing? What can we do to make this better for you? A better yeah. product, a better, you know, what are you missing? And, you know, and, and there's a lot of things like they were talking about um, how uh, I, I had heard someone talk about how the, the, um, the pocket tees would shrink at a different rate than the rest of the shirt, you know, in certain circumstances. And why sure. is that? And, and Gildan was like, Oh my gosh, that's right. You know, blah, blah, blah. We need to do this instead of this and make the shirts this way. And, and it, uh, um, it really did kind of bring bridge that, that gap between uh, manufacturer and actual purchaser slash decorator. Who's trying to make them make money yeah. selling this product to the end user. Um, and they're they're finding out the issues that they're having with their pro uh, with their products, and it's it's really kind of cool. Um, but yeah, so it was it was very cool. We met uh, the 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 current um, chairman. Uh, his name's Mitch, uh, Mitch Hyman, and then we met uh, Jessica Sanchez, who's on yeah. the board. Um, and they do like a year thing, and then they kind of reshuffle the deck and invite other people in. And they want people that have massive shops and people that don't have have smaller shops. And they kind of want to have the whole thing, um, yeah. you know, a, a, a swath of kind of all these different types of uh, users of the Gildan, you know, products and just you know that are decorating. Yeah, uh, and and so they can get input from all different levels of uh, of these businesses. It was. It was really cool. Um, what was your what was your take on it, Josiah? Yeah, I thought it was actually really genius. Other than the fact that uh, I had booth envy uh, seeing the shirt, there show was, was a cool space to record. I'm like, <laughs> my God, how how can we get one of those? Um, but no, seriously, it was a really really cool, and I think it's I think it's a brilliant move on Gildan's part too, uh, mm. to to take the initiative to do something like that because I mean it's it's can only be ben be beneficial for them. Uh, as well, because right. it's such a cool opportunity, and it's only through Gildan that you can have. You know, they were first to market with this idea. If someone else comes out with it, it's like, oh, they're trying to do what Gildan did. So they are going mm -hmm. to be the guys that that definitely, you know, were first on, on this idea. Um, mm -hmm. But I, I think it's a really, really cool opportunity, um, and you know, to get direct feedback like that from your supplier, from your manufacturer, from your customers. And then to go and see, you know, the the behind the scenes, the inner workings, um, I, it sounds like a win win, honestly. And to to have right. the opportunity to at least give voice or have your voice heard in a room of you know ten other people, to hopefully make a difference in the industry that you're passionate about and that you love, whether you're doing DTG or DTF or screen printing mm -hmm. or whatever, um, is really really incredible. So if you guys haven't heard of it, go go check it out. You know, they have an Instagram page. Um, but it's, it's really, really cool. And I look forward to, to talking with both Mitch and Jessica, uh, yeah. you know, about what that, what that is, because I think it's a, it's an opportunity that you, the listener, because they want such a diverse group of people to be on the board, because then you're, you're, you're hearing, you know, the experience of every, the little guy and the, and the guy with the big shop. Um, it's right. a, it's something, it's an opportunity that you guys could be interested in and hearing about and learning about and trying to you know put your application in to, to be a part of this thing um that i think is only going to get bigger as time i think the notoriety and the in the the knowledge of it the awareness of it yeah. is only going to grow i think it's like what in its second or third iteration right i mean it's yeah, not very it's, it's not, it's very not old. old yeah right yeah so. yeah i think they started it kind of in the middle of covid and i think it kind of slowed the growth of it yeah um so but yeah but it's interesting i mean you know there were other there were other like stages. Um, 
Yeah. Obviously, I uh, there was there was the education track that was specifically ISS. I was able, yep. I, I got to actually speak, um, which was really cool. I basically talked about print on demand for existing shops and what it would take to potentially, you know, move in that direction. Um, it was it was relatively well attended. I mean, it wasn't like you know standing room only or anything. Um, no, but I mean, it was a good it was, it was cool. a good turnout. Like I didn't really know. I think you and I both were like, well, I don't, I mean, what could this be? Is it just going to be you and I hanging out for, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, Hey, me and Travis hung out in the room and people kind of showed up, but no, it was actually, I thought it was very well attended um, and seemed to go over really, really well uh, with, with people who were, who were present. So yeah, it was, it was great. Yeah. So they had that and they had, you know, multiple sessions throughout the entire uh, show. And then they had, um, in one area, they had what they called shop talk, which was basically a bunch of people that had print shops um, on it, like on panels, and they would talk about certain topics together. And they had like seating, and um, uh, they had some other booths that just basically bought enough squ square footage uh, in their booth to actually have a stage and room for chairs so they could like do seminars. I think, I think stalls was one of them that was doing that. They were, right. you know, showing people how to do certain things with some of their different applications because they have so many different heat transfer options. Um, and all of them have different time temperature settings and just all of this stuff. So they were, you know, answering a lot of those questions, helping people understand their products better, see what was possible with some of their things. Um, so you had a lot, a whole lot of education happening all this, all over the place. And this is, you know, one of the reasons we always, we always will continually say, go to a trade show, <laughs> get get out of your house and go to a trade show. I don't care if you're just a drop shipper, if you're if you'd have no desire to buy yeah. anything at the show, it doesn't matter. There's so much education. There's so many things that, um, you'll just, uh, it'll blow your mind. It, you will drink from a fire hose <laughs> just yeah. like us. Yeah. And, um, and, and who knows what that will inspire you to do in the future. There's, yeah. there's just a lot of, um, potential opportunity, um, that can come your way if you understand what that opportunity is. And this yeah. is a great way to learn what some of that opportunity is by going to a trade show. So yeah, tons of education. Um, what else just said? Yeah, there's lots of cool new products. I'll tell you that. Oh yeah. I mean, I mean, to Travis's point, there is stuff that you'll never, there are opportunities out there that you'll never, you know, be aware of until you go to a trade show, even if it's not something as, as broad as a, the board of directors, like this big, right. The big official thing, but there's opportunities mm -hmm. networking with people. I mean, Travis, you didn't meet. I mean, you and uncle Mike really became friends at long beach, which has resulted in your business being where it's at because of a conversation yeah. you had in long beach. So there's, there's networking opportunities that are available that you don't know what it could, uh, what it could bring forth, what what seeds could be planted in those conversations. So, mm -hmm. like Travis said, whether you're a drop shipper or you're just, and you know, there's no such thing as just selling on Etsy or just selling. You're you're a seller and you're doing, you're in the industry, and odds are you're doing something that someone else hasn't thought about doing, and you have knowledge to give them, and they have knowledge to give you. So, come right. come to come to a trade show. Uh, the next time we announce that we're coming to a trade show honestly, you know, make an effort, go there. You'll meet, we can hang out, we can whatever. And, and it'd be a good time for you just to immerse yourself and kind of honestly walk away. I think one of the biggest things for me is when you walk away from these weekends, 
you have this kind of renewed sense of energy and vision and passion because you're in a room of 16,000, 10,000, however many people mm -hmm. who are in this industry that are passionate, that are doing things that are new right. and innovative. And so if, if for nothing else, treat it as a, as a way to kind of recharge your batteries to be inspired by and motivated by people around you to go back and implement some things that can make a difference in your business, regardless of what stage you're, you're in, in the industry. Um, so, uh, but, but again, there's definitely some cool stuff that we saw something. Yeah. I saw something that I never thought I would see. It was one of those things. <laughs> I think you and I, maybe in conversations was kind of like, man, wouldn't it be cool if, and you're just like, nah, it's not possible. That's crazy. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like <laughs> who would do that? No, we saw the absolute craziest thing, uh, there in Long Beach. And I'm going to see if I can try and find, I think we posted a video about it. Uh, oh yeah. On our, on our Instagram. So you're talking about, Facebook. you're talking about color reel. Yes. The color reel, Travis, I'm going to try and find this video, but tell okay. them, about the color reel because it was absolutely insane yeah if you didn't see our um video we released i don't know if it's on instagram or facebook or whatever but um basically what this color reel thing does is it sits above your your embroidery machine and i guess from what they said it fits on any embroidery machine because it doesn't yeah. actually have to fit it just has to be on top and then feed um, and what it does is it takes a single white polyester thread and then it sublimates it inside of the machine to become whatever color you want for your particular embroidery project. So yeah. your entire, <coughs> excuse me, still getting over the cold that I had last week. <laughs> um, but your entire, uh, yeah, we're, we're now we're showing the, the, the video of that and you can see above that, that is the machine. That's the color reel right above the embroidery. All it does is it, it takes a single white thread, sublimates it to whatever color you want, and then uses a single needle. So you only use one needle yep. to do, uh, what was it, 250,000 colors yeah. or something like that? Or, you know, something, so something ridiculous. Yeah, it was ridiculous. So you the, the result is that you have this incredible transitional color uh, palette. So as you're doing you know, we're seeing like pictures of, of birds and the breast on the bird has like a white pink that fades into a little bit deeper pink that fades into a deeper pink. You'd have to use three or four pinks to get that and three on three or four different needles to get yep. that same effect. And even then it wouldn't be as cool. Yeah, it wouldn't be it as wouldn't smooth. Be as smooth of a transition because you would see when one color stopped and one color started. But with this system, that transition could be 30 colors <laughs> if you wanted it to be yep. um, slowly moving from one color to another color. So it, it really, really um, it really, really is incredible. It's, it's absolutely uh, the coolest thing I think I saw at the show for sure. Um, it it's, you know, one of those things that you're, I didn't know that this existed. Uh, I think somebody, I think Chris Kretz in our um, Facebook group said that, Perhaps uh, one of the companies, I think maybe Printful or something like that, is doing something similar to this uh, for print-on-demand, and and has these machines perhaps in you know. So if you want to yeah. do embroidery this way, you can. Um, I, I don't 100% know if that's the case, but um, but yeah, you could 
maybe find that post in our Facebook group and follow up with Chris and ask him if he found, you know, if he's got a link or something like that. But this was really cool. I mean, yeah. <laughs> so amazing. And this was just one of the many things. That's the, that's the cool thing. I, I think I like the long beach trade show so much because you're usually seeing things for the first time. That's when the F 3070 uh, was introduced uh, yeah. or, or where it was in, introduced to the, to the public. Um, you're constantly seeing the newest and la latest and greatest technology. Yep. Um, yeah. I, you, do you have any follow-up on that? I, I have no, one other I, piece of equipment I wanted to say that was baller yeah, yeah, after, yeah. after we get through this. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just remember us walking by that booth the first day and seeing those things. And I believe, mm -hmm. Our comment was like, uh, are the aliens invading? Like, what the right. hell? What is that thing? <laughs> and then that night at a networking event of uh, 300 people at a bar that was anticipating 60, uh, <laughs> they, they, someone was like, oh, have you seen this thing? It's like the, they sublimate the thread and blah, blah, blah. And we were like, wait a minute. Is that the spaceship thing? That the whatever? And they're like, yes, that's it. So then turns out it is alien technology because I've never seen anything <laughs> like this in my life. And it is so incredible. I, sh I showed my father-in-law um when i when that last time i saw him i was like hey man you yeah. gotta like as someone that was in the industry you would appreciate this and i showed it to him and he was like that is a game changer like that's bonkers yeah. cool that, like why didn't we think that of that this i know <laughs> I was like it's one of those things it's like yeah i guess we're just it's above our pay grade to figure out because it would yeah anyway it's incredible <laughs> uh, it's a game changer uh for sure so yeah i um as someone, I, my first comment was like, well, we can finally embroider the print on demand cast logo because it's way too gradient heavy for <laughs> a regular machine. You know, I wanted to offload it to someone there and be like, hey, just uh, here, I'm going to go buy a blank hat at that booth over there and I'm going to come back and you're just going to do this for me and then I'll come pick it up. Right. <laughs> like, we should have a one of one or two of two type thing. Like, this is, I'm probably never going to see this thing again unless I go to another trade show. So I yeah. want to get it. So yeah, it, it was incredible. What's that second piece of, uh, of uh, equipment that, that you had in mind. So, uh, obviously, um, uh, there's a, there's a lot of, um, companies that are doing kind of this, uh, cir circular DTG route, if you will. Um, you know, you, you might've heard of oval jet is one of them. Uh, the Polaris by M and R is another one. Uh, but brother has recently kind of gotten into this game and so what they had displayed at, I, uh, at ISS was um, basically you would load the shirt onto almost like a conveyor belt and it would ride all the way around. And so it would ride and it would get uh, pre-treated. It would come out of the pre-treat. It would go through a dryer, uh, like an actual tunnel dryer. Um, yeah. And then it would come to another place where it would get pressed so the fibers, you know, would get pressed before it got printed. So then it would go into a printer, um, get printed. Then it would come out of the printer, go back into a tunnel dryer to cure the inks, and then eventually find its way back to the original operator who would <laughs> take it off and throw the completed garment, the totally completed garment on a pile for someone else to process or whatever. Yeah. Um, they actually had two, uh, two printers hooked up to this particular thing. So they could do multiple, you know, prints at the same time. Yep. Um, and it's their brand new 60. something. I can't remember the model number of the actual printer. You can just buy the printer if you want. Yeah. Um, it's an industrial printer. It's really, really fast, really, you know, great, blah, blah, blah. I don't know a whole lot about it really. 
Um, but they had two set in this kind of oval. Um, and it probably was, I don't know, 30, 40 feet long. Yeah, it was ridiculous. <laughs> and, then, and then like 20 feet across, you know, for both of the, cause it goes all the way around. So it has, yep. you know, it's a circle or an oval. Um, and they told me, they told us as it sat there on the floor, it was $700,000 plus <laughs> installation. So I got out my checkbook yes. and then I quickly put it away when I realized I didn't have $700,000. Well, you did. That's not true. What you did. I was there. I was there. I witnessed it. You, you took a check one by one and they, they could, they bounced and they off the floor, like super high. So you're like, Hey, I probably shouldn't give you these ones. These are the ones that bounce. And you were like, I gotta go. And the guy, you know, he was like, I've never seen, I've seen bouncing checks before, but never in person. So it was really kind of a low key insult from him to you. I mean, I'm not gonna say, but $700,000. I was like, how many credit cards can you process at once? Um, before the machine breaks or my cards melt. But yeah, the footprint of that thing is massive. Ridiculous ridiculous like you have to have the the space the square footage and the volume like that's not something yeah. you just do because you think right. it's cool if, if you can't tell by the price oh, yeah. tag that's something that you've got to have justification but it was amazing like you said there they, there was multiple of these kinds of setups but this one seemed to be yeah. the biggest well it was and it was operating the other ones had it and they was you know they were moving but they weren't actually printing and doing all the things right, really right. this one was actually going and i think they said um you could do was it 300 garments an hour yes with one operator yeah so you don't have you know you literally have somebody standing there just loading shirts and taking off finished shirts yep. now that you know obviously you still have to package them you still have to do all the other things and send them and all yep. that but um, that's a volume machine, you know? I mean, if you can do that. And um, I mean, if if any of our friends who have shops are listening, you know what I mean when I say labor is one of your highest costs. Yep. Um, and so if you can do that type of volume, and if of course you'd have to have that type of volume to, you know, be there, but there are, there's plenty of print-on-demand companies that do. Um, if you can do that kind of volume, with that low of a labor cost, it may very well be worth it. You know, yeah, to yeah. have something like it could, this. could pay if you have that kind of volume, you it'd pay itself off. I mean, pretty, pretty quickly quick. if it's just one person. Um, so mm -hmm. yeah, I, I think that, I mean, yeah, if you're at that level, it's definitely something to think about. But uh, I mean, the other thing that was cool, and we kind of touched on this last week with Brandon, but just seeing kind of the advancements of DTF and learning about yep. UV DTF, which was interesting. We found out about that. I think we talked about it on last week's show just by coincidence watching the Chiefs game. And this lady's like, Oh yeah, I'm here because of this and look at that. And we'd never heard of it before. So mm -hmm. DTF is is growing by by leaps and bounds and is something that uh, I think, you know, by this time, even next year, there'll be some some cool advancements in that particular print process. Yeah, I mean, there already have been a ton. Um, just yeah. the number, the sheer number of, you know, machines out there. And you, if you heard the last, last week's show, we talked a little bit about it. I mean, it's still not mainstream, still not, you know, there's no Epson DTF machine. There's no brother DTF machine. Sure. Um, there might be brand like there, there was an M and R machine, but basically like Brandon said, you know, it was a, it was a rebranded Cobra white labeled. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so whether or not we're going to see one of these companies enter into the game in a real way where they're actually manufacturing their own machines and warranting them and, you know, 
um, you know, creating their own inks and, and powders and films and all of that. So there's that QC, um, that level of quality control that yep. gives us, gives us as the operators, a, you know, the confidence to actually, you know, bring this on because if you don't have a, a really kind of handyman type person that doesn't mind getting their hands dirty and like yep. get under and open up the machine and like change parts and all that. Um, you probably shouldn't get into DTF yet. You should wait. <laughs> yeah. Cause you know, you're going to be like, I mean, you heard Brandon's story. It took them months to just get a good nozzle check on that thing. <laughs> yeah. Which is awful. <laughs> right. It's just frustrating. I mean, like talk about banging your head up against the wall. Emotional damage. It would 100%. not, yeah, would not be good. I mean, I mean, you know, we, you and I know how frustrating it is just to even have to get into the back end of a 3070 once a month, you know what I mean? Or whatever. Right. So yeah, I can't imagine that, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see, you know, as we, uh, as the time progresses to see what, what advancements are, are made in that particular area. So anything else, yep. Travis, about ISS, you know, that you want to kind of highlight or touch on? Um, no, other than the fact that, um, I mean, I just mentioned the board of decorators is some people that we were going to interview, but I've got yeah. another, I've got a stack of, uh, business cards right here that, um, you know, all of these are potential guests, yeah. you know, so, um, it was really, it was really beneficial to, I think to the print on man cast and to yeah. potential like, uh, episodes, you know, bringing yeah. on some of these people. And, um, yeah. so yeah, it was, and it was really fun wearing those shirts people knew who we were you know <laughs> yeah. they would literally come up to us so yeah. our shirts if you didn't know they said tell me a dad joke and people yeah. would on the street not even in the conference no they would come on the and street they would go they would go hey excuse me and they would just you know <laughs> tell us a dad joke it was absolutely incredible yep. you know i think i have i have one we'll show one here that that has yet to hit okay. social media but we'll show it here on the print on demand cast first uh, and you can kind of see, for those of you that haven't seen it on Instagram, kind of the, the format that we're talking about. Dad joke. Well, the other day, uh, my wife asked me, uh, have you seen the dog bowl? Hey, I'm here with David from LAT, LAT Apparel. And uh, we use a lot of their stuff in our shop. But he said he's he's got a dad joke. So, David, what's your dad joke? Well, the other day, uh, my wife asked me, uh, have you seen the dog bowl? I, I didn't know he could. <laughs> nice. So that was what we did. <laughs> yeah, it turns out the, the harebrained idea I had to wear Tell Me a Dad Joke t-shirts actually was pretty successful um and i think we talked about you know the more we wear them to more trade shows the more people will know like oh those are the dad joke guys totally we, we saw them in long beach we saw them in dallas or we saw them in you know wherever um so yeah i think i think it's it's uh, it was a lot of fun and yeah you're right people specifically i remember the last night there we were walking back or walking to jersey mike's or something to get dinner and this guy's like tell me a dad joke you know i was like <laughs> okay it really kept us sharp we had to know our dad jokes because people were like yeah. If you're going to come at me with a shirt, I'm anticipating that you have them. And there was one Friday night exchange with a gentleman at a distillery where that's all we did for like 40 minutes to just trade jokes. And it was a hoot. 
It was a hoot. Was so fun. Yeah. yeah, he he was great. So, uh, but yeah. So, anything else before we kind of uh, uh, wrap this one up, Travis? No, you know, after doing all of that, um, uh, you know, seeing the dad jokes and you know, seeing all these all these uh, new people like making all these connections and stuff. Um, when I got home, I you know, as I was just kind of chilling out, I was um, reminiscing a little bit, you know, and yeah. just taking some time to think about not just, you know, the history of e-commerce with, with me and you and all of that, but even like further back, I was thinking about the time, uh, in high school, mm. um, I went to this, uh, this prom yeah. at this school for the blind, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. believe it or not, I went to a prom, uh, and it was a school for the blind. It was probably one of the most fun times I've ever had. I was dancing like nobody was watching. <laughs> time for the weekly dad joke. <laughs> that was great. That was great. I think there's another joke in there somewhere about how, like, your if your date was blind, then she took you because she didn't know what you look like. I don't know. Mm. You know, but that was good. <laughs> I, I enjoyed I enjoyed that joke quite a bit. So I quite honestly didn't know where you were going with your with your lead in there. I was like, oh yeah, you were cool. What'd you think? <laughs> and then, yeah, you hit it. So that, that was awesome. So there you go, folks, your dad joke of the week. And if you sign up for the VIP list, you will get more dad jokes, uh, more frequently, uh, in your life, which is of course a win-win for everybody. So as we wrap this Attention up, hotline fans, if you want to know how to get in touch with us, we've said it a million times in this episode, but I'll say it one more time just in case you fast forwarded through the point of interest. Shame on you if you did that, by the way. Uh, go back and listen to it. But no, you can reach out to us, printonamancast.com slash Facebook. If you want to reach out to us there, that's where you can join the Facebook group uh, and join the conversation. Ask questions. Uh, you know, there's a lady that I talked to after your talk, Travis, in Long Beach, that I told her about the Facebook group, and I said, listen, if you're just starting, this is a great place for you to ask questions to a community right. of people that can give you feedback beyond Travis and myself. So avail yourself of that. So uh, same goes for you, the listener. If you're not a part of that already, please do so. Uh, and we promise you won't regret it. You can also follow us, printondemandcast.com slash Instagram. Like I said, more content going there, more daily content when we travel. That's where all the content's going to go. You can see our hotel setup, our entertainment setup. You can see multiple things plugged into one outlet that'll probably cause a house fire at some point because that happened the last time too. Uh, so check that out as well. And then printonamancast.com slash YouTube is where you can catch these episodes every Friday, 3 p.m. Mountain Standard Time and uh, see and watch along with us. Again, printonamancast.com slash shop is where you can go and get yourself a t-shirt and support the show monetarily above and beyond the, the subscription or the follow. Um, if you want to help us out uh, and help us grow this, uh, that is one way you can do that as well. If you hate all of it, if you hate social media, you can email us info at printonamancast.com and we'd be happy to uh, interact with you there as well. And lastly, wherever there are podcasts, the PODcast is there for you. Stitcher, Spotify, Google, Apple, all the platforms. We are there. If you're listening on the podcast app, though, please leave us a, a review. Let us know what you think of the show, guests you would like to see here, uh, topics you'd like us to cover, dad jokes you'd like to us to include, and we'll give you a shout out here on the show if you leave that review. So, whew, that's over. I did it. Good job. It was good. Thank you. Way to go, man. Uh, <laughs> so, all right. We'll see you guys next week for Travis. I'm Josiah. We'll see you right here on the Print on Demand cast. See ya. 
Hey, babe, thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Print On Demand cast. We hope you enjoyed the Totally Tubular show. If you've got a question or a suggestion for the show, send Travis and Josiah an email at info at printondemandcast.com. Want to be wicked nice? Take a minute to rate and review the show on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to subscribe now so you don't miss next week's episode. See you next time for sure.